Hey guys, welcome back to Top 5, brought to you by Define Talent. We are a results-driven service working with clients to connect them with quality talent as well as working to make an impact within the recruiting industry. We talk straight about today's professional world with real-world professionals, experts in recruitment, job seekers, and business owners alike. Have a question for us? Send it in and you might spur our next conversation. I'm Tara Thurber, Director of Talent Innovation, and joining me today to discuss her top five business tips to keeping a small business secure and financially stable is Lynn Shaw, CFO at Define Logic. Hey, Lynn, how are you today? Hi, Tara. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. Awesome. So excited to have you on. So I'm going to jump right in, Lynn. Talk to me. What is it like to work for a company for 20 years? <laughs> it's been an amazing journey. Um, you know, I've always stayed with the companies I've worked for long term, even back yeah. in high school. And my first job out of college, I was there for nearly seven years, which seems like a long time to me for a first job. Uh, but when we started DL all those years ago, I never imagined I'd still be here, especially as the only original right. 20 years later. Unbelievable. And now, how did you come to be a part of the inception of Define Logic? So I guess you could say I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I was recently married and I was commuting from Red Bank to New York City, working for a marketing research company. And I wasn't crazy about the job and I was really unhappy with the commute. So yeah. on the train one day, my husband, who was commuting with me at the time, said, you know, read this article. It's about a tech company in Red Bank. And it said they were hiring. So I submitted my resume. I interviewed. I got a job as a project manager, um, you know, gave up my two hour commute <laughs> for a seven minute walk to work, which was amazing. <laughs> But I didn't have any web experience. I did have a lot of client-facing experience in ePresence, which was mm -hmm. the company, had a need for that at the time. So my first week on the job, they announced they're selling the company, which was a little scary. Right. But my second week on the job, Alex Shanley started. And he and I worked together on many projects. He was a great mentor for me. Mm -hmm. And then when things started to go south a little bit there with the new company, he left. And he and I kept in touch along with Bill Myers, who was a salesperson for ePresence. And the three of us started talking about starting our own company. And in January 2002, we did just that. Wow. We started working from a room in Alex's house. Um, and we opened our first office in the Red Bank Galleria a few months later. Wow. And Alex, Bill, and I managed the company together for 16 years until Alex retired in 2018. And then he and Bill decided to sell the company to one of our employees, Mike Simon, mm -hmm. in 2020. And I continue to work as the company CFO today. That's amazing. And what a journey too. I mean, 20 mm. years and so many changes throughout the life of Define Logic and just so many ups and downs too, I'm sure. And, yeah. you know, nowadays too, I mean, it, you, you look at people's resumes and it's like three years or four years that they stay at one company and then hop off to another one. So pretty awesome. The 20 I'm years very, is I'm very loyal, Tara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sure say so. 
Um, so what is the most important lesson throughout your life, or th- really throughout your career um, that you've learned? I would say you need to be flexible and adapt to change. And everybody's going to laugh when they hear this because it's a running joke in the office about how I hate change. (laughs) And admittedly, I am not a huge fan of change. But when I look back at all the changes DL's been through in 20 years, I think I've adapted pretty well. You know, when you work in technology industry, things are always changing anyway. Yeah. And then add to that being a small business and constant change is just inevitable. So, you know, many of many things have changed over these 20 years from the size of the company, the type of work we do, the people, the office location. And then, of course, you know, the biggest change was the change in ownership two years ago. Right. Wow. And I like the idea. Well, just being flexible. And you're right. Technology is always changing and and utilizing that, um, I feel, is something that it, it just helps people to keep moving forward. Right. Right. I don't um, always like it, but I know right. it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> change can be hard. It can definitely be hard, but with change too, there's always opportunity to be better, right. Or grow more from it. Yes. Throughout this, what has been the biggest hardship you as a CFO have had to overcome? So what's hardest for me is just ensuring that DL remains financially stable and our employees are taken care of, even in times, say, when sales are down. You know, take the pandemic for an example. We had just sold the company. Some of our clients were struggling to pay us, but we wanted to do everything in our power to avoid layoffs and keep payroll stable, which for the most part we were able to do. Mm -hmm. And at a large company, Employees may be nameless faces to the CFO, but that's yeah. not the case at DL. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure people say this all the time, but we truly are like a family at DL. Yeah. I know most of our employees personally. I know their spouses and their children. So it's difficult for me making financial decisions that may negatively impact these coworkers. Right. You know, medical benefits, good example. Every year, I have to evaluate plans and carriers in order to implement a solution that's going to provide good medical coverage to our employees without placing too much of a financial burden on the company. And ideally, it's just a numbers decision, right? It's, right. But it's not for me because I think about how any change to a carrier or the premium structure is going to affect individual employees and their families. So it can be difficult to balance keeping everybody fairly compensated, you know, offering best benefits, all of that, and Mm -hmm. keeping the company financially stable. Difficult, but not impossible. I can happily say after 20 years of doing it. Well, and I know from a couple little birdies that, you know, you're you're lots of high fives for keeping um, the financials always in the positive throughout these 20 years. I mean, not, not an easy task. And, you know, especially over the past two years, I mean, everything, and I feel like it's been a huge pivot, but successful, right? It's definitely been successful. These past couple of years have definitely been two of the most challenging. You know, we hit a little blip early on around 2005. And then I would say this is um, the next worst or probably the worst yeah. um, 
but we've we've done it, you know, we've done it. It was new ownership and there was a lot going on, but we've we've managed to, you know, continue without any major issues these two years, which is really to me, really exciting and kudos to Mike and the whole team. Yeah. Um and you know, I definitely was part of that, but I think it took everybody pulling together during this difficult time. And I just hopefully got, we're moving out of it. Right, right. I just got goosebumps talking about this because yeah. it it's true, you know, and going back to your your earlier point of, you know, Define Logic is a family. And I think, you know, as as everybody kind of pulls together, that aids in the success as well, right? We're all right. Lenient or flexible with the ever-changing landscape. So, um, being able to kind of get through all of this together, um, and you know, patting you on the back, Mike on the back, definitely. Um, so, definitely been some great changes, even though it's been a, a huge hurdle, so to speak. Yes. In your opinion, what is the most important personality trait or strength someone would need? to work with in your industry and to be successful um, at their job? You have to be really organized and be able to juggle many tasks. Um, I do feel that that is probably one of my biggest strengths. And when we started Define Logic and only had a few projects, I was able to fill the role of project manager as well as CFO. And then as we grew, it was clear that I would need to give one up one of those rolls up to really focus on the other. Right. And while today my title is CFO, I still do perform many other tasks that a traditional CFO might not. Like we talked about benefits and HR duties that I share with our, our CPO, Jane, um, helping to manage the office, all those things. But in a company our size, employees often need to wear many hats. And while it can be challenging to juggle all of those things, I like that it keeps me involved in many aspects of the business and also allows me to continually communicate with other employees. I think that's, that's super important too. I mean, larger companies, they're like the CFO, who's the CFO (laughs) or, (laughs) you know, like there's no, there's no connection sometimes in the larger businesses. Um, So I think I, I, I love the fact that you do have, um, those relationships or connections really with everybody. Um, and they know that they can come to me. They don't, they can go to Jane, but they can come to me if they have a payroll question or a benefits question or, and, and I love that because again, it, it keeps me connected with all of the employees. Awesome. Now, what would one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting in your role be? I would say understand the company's vision and learn as much as you can about the work, even as the CFO. You know, as I mentioned, my background was as a project manager, so I was always learning new things. And now I may not need to know the ins and outs of every project, but knowing what type of work we're doing helps me to better understand how the financial health of the company will be impacted and to feel connected. You know, when things get really crazy in my traditional CFO role, right. and I'm not able to keep up with what we're working on as a company, this role can be very isolating. Yeah. So as our business evolves and we grow and changes in organizations so that we can satisfy the needs of our customers, 
it's important that employees have a clear understanding of what we do. And I feel the CFO is included in that. And being included in that, I think also allows um, more transparency too, right? So transparency for employees, but also transparency for you to make sure that, you know, ends are being met properly or things are being done in a timely manner to be financially stable or financially feasible too. Right. So if I stay a little bit involved in the projects and I understand what's going on and when they're wrapping up and how many hours are going in and that sort of thing, then I kind of know, are we going to end up profitable on this project? Are we not? Do I need to raise a red flag? That sort of thing. So, um, plus it's interesting, right? Right. You know, when you're in the numbers all day, you need something else. Yeah. And and it's interesting for me to hear what other people at the company are working on. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say too, um, I like the idea of, of you being tapped into everything as well, because you're also coming from that numbers point of view, whereas some other people running projects or, maybe have more of a logistics or more of a creative view. So it adds more to the team as a whole to think, you know, to put questions out there that maybe some may not think of right out of the gate. And it helps you to balance everything Yeah, when we're all involved, you know, me from the finance standpoint, somebody else from customer satisfaction, you know, we all have to balance each other out. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, what would the top five tips uh, be to give to other CFOs to help them just ensuring they keep their companies financially stable and and connected? Okay. So I'm going to preface this with saying these tips apply to companies our size, you know, around 10 million plus in sales, roughly 50 employees. Because I'm sure this list will differ if you're a larger or smaller company, but these are the things that have helped me over the past 20 years to keep Define Logic healthy and profitable. Okay. So I would say number one, always have a plan. Maintain a forecast that helps you clearly evaluate the health of the company at any moment in time. You know, keep it up to date. As I said earlier in our conversation, change is inevitable, but be ready for it. Mm -hmm. So when a project milestone gets pushed out, but you are expecting that payment or an unexpected large expense comes in, you need to quickly be able to see how these things will affect the financial health of the company. Anybody who's worked at DL has heard me talk about year-end planning. Mm -hmm. You know, I start a report in October at some point that allows me to basically plan out your year-end spending almost to the dollar. And it's critical for us because that's how we're able to pay bonuses. That's how we know how the start of the following year will look. And are we facing any cash flow issues? Um, And kind of as a 1B, I would say, have a great accountant. I've been working with the same accountant for over 18 years, almost since we started the company. He and I work really well together, and he's a great resource for me when something new comes up. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, I would say manage employee utilization. So if our employees are busy and billing, they're happy and motivated, and we can keep them fairly compensated and cash flow is less of a worry. Right. So it's one of the most important metrics in our business and one of the most difficult to manage, frankly. 
Um, you know, for example, ideally, as one project is wrapping up for an employee, the next one is immediately starting so that that employee, employee remains billable throughout. Right. But that's rarely the case. Right. We often need to find projects that may not be billable to bridge that gap between client projects. Um, we just implemented a new tool called Parallax that will help us to better track employee utilization, project health, and some other things. And then we'll be setting up some new internal projects that better align with our company goals for times when employees do have downtime or non-billable time to fill. Uh, number three, communicate with your employees. So communicating company goals with our employees makes them feel more invested in helping the company to reach those goals, right? Yeah. You know, once we reached a size where we couldn't communicate with all employees on a daily basis, which in the beginning we were able to do, you know, we were small enough that we were all almost in the same room in our original right. office. So we were talking <laughs> to everybody every day. <laughs> And once that was no longer the case and we started to grow, we started holding quarterly meetings with our employees to keep everybody in the loop of sales and changes the company was making. And traditionally, these meetings were held in person, followed by a team lunch. Then the pandemic hit and right. we were all working remotely. So Mike took communication one step further, and now he holds a weekly stand-up that keeps the employees up to date since we're no longer in the office together talking every day. And we actually have changed the quarterly staff meetings to bi-monthly town halls, mm -hmm. which again, just is more frequent communication for employees, which I think is very important. And I think they all appreciate it. Definitely. Um, number four, keep a cushion. Again, this can be hard to do, especially in a smaller business, but having a bit of cushion in the bank in case a project falls through or a client can't pay on time, it just allows you to keep the business running without interruptions to payroll or paying your other bills and hopefully to avoid debt. And number five, which I think is most important, hire the best people. Yeah. You know, you've probably heard this in every podcast you've done with define logic employees, <laughs> but what makes DL great is the people. Yeah. Having been here for 20 years now, I had the pleasure of working with so many talented and really smart people. I've made lifelong friends. Yeah. And when you hire the right people, the hard workers, the ones always eager to learn, the rest of it falls into place. You know, as a company, we deliver the best products and services and we learn from each other because that's the caliber of employee we hire. Then our clients recognize how valuable our employees are to their organizations, which leads to additional projects and more work. And it allows Define Logic to grow and thrive. So, number five which happens to be my favorite number, is also, <laughs> I think, the most important, or it has been for DL for the past 20 years. Yeah, I agree. Number five. And five actually is my favorite number for this year. So <laughs> I'm right there with you on that. But I think you're so right, Lynn. It's it's the people that that are hired really, really make an impact as a whole. And, you know, it starts from the top down and then grows from the bottom up. And then meeting in the middle is, is where you find that passion instead of it just being a job for people. I, I think any employee at Define Logic, it's, it's part of who they are. 
And I think that that's one of, um, you know, just kind of jumping in with your number five. I think that you're right. That is one of the most important um, tips for not only a small company, but any company, right? It's it's right. the people that you bring in to build that stability on top of the financials, right? And it's not always easy. I mean, sometimes you you need a resource fast for something that came up on a project and you have to bring somebody on quickly. But yeah. normally, you know, there's a we have a rigorous um, interview process and we really make sure that the person is going to be a good fit before we bring them on. And for the most part in 20 years, we've been very, very successful at that. You know, our location is great. People want to work in Red Bank, all of that. But but really, it's having the right people interviewing people and then making sure there's a fit. And to date, we really seem to do a great job at that. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Um, Lynn, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. And, you know, congrats to your 20 years at Define Logic. Thank um, you. You know, what a successful way to come into year 20. And here's to many more years ahead, hopefully. Right? Thank you so much, Tara. And thank you for having me. It was great to talk about all these things after 20 years. <laughs> and I do hope that the company is around at least another 20. So. <laughs> Me too. Thanks again, Tara. Yes. We are Define Talent coming to you at Top 5. Make it a great day. <laughs>